Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number three in the book of Philippians. I'm going to title today, I Love My Dog, or at least we're going to assess our love for dogs and pets and cats and possessions and hobbies because we are in a, starting in the book of Philippians and we found out yesterday that we are a people of a God who is unstoppable and that he is in the process that is unstoppable. And part of that process we're going to assess is what does it look like to be in that process and what does my relationship with others uh, look like when I'm in that process. And specifically, we're going to look for who is in our heart or what is in our heart. Is it our dog or is it the people of God? Here it is. This is from Philippians chapter one. I'm going to start with verse six, which we did yesterday. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. So that's where we got the idea of we have a God that will not stop. And he's in a process that's not stoppable. Verse 7. It is right for me to feel this way about you all. Because I hold you in my heart. That's going to be a big theme for today. I hold you in my heart. We're going to ask What do you hold in your heart? I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers of, with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and the confirmation of the gospel. So he's going to say, well, what does it look like to hold you in in your heart? For you're partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how I yearned for you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more, that your love, your affection, your yearnings may be abounding more and more with knowledge and discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. There's going to be a time limit on this, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus, to the glory and praise of God. All right, so Paul is saying, I hold you in my heart. That's the big theme of today. Pay attention to that. What is inside our heart? So he is saying, I feel a certain way towards you guys, and it is an emotional attachment. And being in the midst of the people of God is marked by an inordinate, unexplainable, growing, specific affection for them. Let me say that again. Being in the midst of God's people is marked by an inordinate, unexplainable, growing, specific affection for them. Paul is saying, I have an affection for the people of God, the local people of God. Some of us are called to be missionaries, which means that you get a non-local people of God that get planted inside your heart. And then here's the thing. As Paul says, this is not optional. It is right for me to feel this way about you. It is right for me to have you uh, in my heart and growing in my heart. So let's let's break this down a little bit and get the description. So Paul says, I hold you in my heart. I yearn for you. I have the affection of Christ for you. So, And he says, this is a growing love. Uh, his prayer for the Philippians is that their love be growing. So he also says, I share a ministry with you. So he has a spiritual friendship. We looked at that when we finished up the book of Ephesians uh, a couple days ago, when we looked at a guy named Tychicus and what it means to have a spiritual friendship. This is a little bit of a review of that, where he says, my feet are in the butter tub of grace and so are yours. So we're both 
uh, Christians. We both have salvation. So that's that means that God's been good to me and God's been good to you. And so that's the start of it. But then our hands are set to the same purpose. He says, he talks about it in this passage being the defense and the confirmation of the gospel. So our feet are in the butter tub of grace. Our hands are set to the same purpose. Our love is abounding more and more that our heart is getting bigger. There's no place for Grinch-sized hearts in the in the body of Christ. And then he says uh, that your head is learning, that your knowledge is growing, and that you're applying it. So you're approving what is excellent and using it in discernment. So your your head is learning and applying more truths, not less. You're proving what is excellent. And then finally, he says that your watch is set for the day of Christ. So there's like an urgency. So your feet are in the butter tub of grace. Your hands are set to the same purpose. Your heart is getting bigger. Your head is, is learning more and then also applying more. And your watch is set for the day of Christ. So here's what we're going to do at the end of this. We're going to assess what do we hold in our hearts. I suggest getting out a piece of paper, drawing a picture of a heart, and then we're going to think about what is inside of it. Is the people of God inside the picture of my heart? So if you draw a picture of the people of God and your heart, where would the people be? Paul says, if I draw my heart, my the people of God are inside of The Philippians are inside the picture of my heart. And so we can ask ourselves, where are the people of God in your heart? And let's drill drill down. So let's think about our pets for a second. I'm sitting here with my, with my uh, mostly terrific dog. Would you say that my dog is inside uh, in, inside my heart? Or how about a possession or maybe a hobby? But I want to just kind of use the dog as an illustration. Where would, uh, here's my question about Paul is, how would it be if Paul would say, if, what if Paul's dog would be mentioned in the book of Philippians? He said, my dog is in my heart. It's It's a little bit ridiculous because his heart is full. His heart is full of people. And we have to ask ourselves, what is our hearts full of? And here's, this is the hard question. Do you love your dog more than the people of God? Do you love your cats more than the people of God? Do you love some particular possession or some hobby that you do, some interest that you have? Do you love them more than the people of God? So Paul says, if so, that's wrong because I am right to have you this way in my heart. So is your Christianity, let's ask the tough question, marked by an inordinate, unexplainable, growing, specific affection for the people of God? Or do you love your dog more than the people of God? If so, Paul says you have to change. Let's pray that your heart would grow, that it would grow big enough to include the people of God, and that we would love the people of God more than our dogs, more than anything else. I suppose less than keeping the Lord. The Lord loves his people, and we should be loving people too, more than our dogs. That's the point. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Draw a picture.